0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So
1: yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If men are asked more than women to go in and out of masculine, feminine, to be hardcore, to be soft. Right. When women aren't doing those things and they're staying on one side of the emotional spectrum. How can you say That men aren't more emotionally stable.
0: Come to the conclusion, you know? Because
2: people have told me, like, yo, okay, we're
1: married. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan Knowing my mother getting over now, I don't no time Gotta keep a couple for the road, the rest get left behind yeah. To the hundreds, pledge allegiance, I stand I'm a corporal floor in sand i give it all to this mic stand If it's been done before, then I know I can't I'm on the rise, I'm trying to keep a level Yeah She want my time, she begging yeah. me to give Yo, y'all hope all is well welcome back to another episode i'm duke i'm
0: omar i'm jalan and this is another episode of the number one podcast in all of los angeles nice and neat fellas we on the road to 100 officially we're on the road to 100 you know we this is episode 89 so we got 11 more episodes well, this is eighty nine. So we got ten more episodes following this, so we could get to a hundred. Um, a hundred is a huge milestone in the podcast space. Yes, it is. Um, yes, I know I'm is. excited about it. I know we talked about getting to a hundred before. Man, so we almost there. But man, you know we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk hold
2: about. Hold on, hold on, because we talked about that hundred, though. Man, I just want to urge our viewers and listeners, mm. really, really, our viewers. Um, I just want to let me just throw out some numbers, because you know. Uh, numbers don't lie but uh you know we're about 4,000 subscribers away from 50 so 50k Uh, 50k so i think it will be dope for us to hit uh 100 episodes and reach the 50k subscriber amount i think that would be fire and i think we could only not think i know the only way we could do that is with the help of you guys so you know if you're not subscribed to the channel hit that subscribe button now share it with a friend tell them to subscribe as well and uh continue to help us grow what do we get a plaque hundred? We get a plaque for, 100. for 100. a hundred. For a hundred. Plaque for a hundred. Do you have a hundred or on, on your personal? I don't have a hundred nowhere. Okay,
0: that'd be kind of cool. I wonder if they gonna give us three plaques. Well, we just get them three sure.
2: made. Uh huh.
0: We just get three made. So, yeah, it's
2: all nah, good. we gotta
0: get one man for production. As we get. Well, so. We get everybody here. Getting so, yeah, everybody get a plaque. Yeah. Look, fella, we okay. got a lot to catch up on. We've been out of the. We've been out of the, the, uh, the podcast sphere, for, um, roughly a month. A little bit more, a, bit more. Like that. a little more, a little bit more. Try to make it sound better. Nah, nah. Who's counting? Yeah, we've been, we've been, but we had a lot of life happening. Yeah, we had a lot of life happening. We had a lot going on. Um, I think we all had a lot going on, but I do want to kick it off with, oh, oh, you just, you just got married. I did, um, I did, bro. You're a very, very, you and Candice. Congratulations to you guys. Thank you, bro. Thank um, you. you guys have a very public relationship as well. So I feel like you guys sprung it on people when you guys got married. Mm-hmm. What was the the decision behind that?
2: Because you guys essentially, you guys eloped. Essentially. Okay. Essentially. I mean, I, I I guess when you break down an elopement, it's typically just the two people who are getting married. Um, So that's why I say essentially, mm-hmm. you know, because we had our parents, our siblings involved. Um, but just the thought process behind that was you know, when you, and Duke is, Duke will start to understand, you know, when you get into the, the wedding planning phase, you know, it gets really, really, really complicated. Um, uh, full transparency, it it gets expensive. Um, and there's a lot of, you, you find yourself like starting to think about other people's emotions, other people, how other people are going to feel, um, like your immediate family, all all of it, bro. It's who I'm going to, who, who we're going to invite, who we're not going to invite. You know what I mean? how do we get this this invite to them without this person feeling bad, without this family member feeling a certain way? Um, all of those things, all of those variables, uh, I think, you know, um, played a factor in this equation. Um, but also, too, just like, you know, wanting to get started with our family. We've been together for six years, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, the idea is to still have like this big, grand celebration and or quote unquote reception. But for us, man, we just we didn't want to wait anymore. You know what I mean? The. The idea of planning a wedding where we were at and our relationship wouldn't come for another year at least. Our anniversary was coming up, man, and we just said we wanted to do it, you know? So we did it very, very small and... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Intimate, you know? We we rented a yacht in the marina and uh, we sailed out. We had uh, her parents, my parents, again, my siblings, you know? But I will say i will say it here i'll kind of save the like all the details for another day but like it was low-key the best worst day of my life uh-huh. i'm not even, <laughs> i'm not even playing i'm not even playing i i i we don't we haven't done any shameless plugs here in a while but like if you want that story head over to the Comar show uh youtube channel to catch the full thing in its entirety but you know to make a long story short my dad went to the hospital wasn't able to make it mm. to my wedding Right, right. Um, <laughs> it not like he wasn't. <laughs> hey, nah, he, he made it. it, he made it, yeah, yeah, he made, he made it. it. Not to the wedding, just not to the wedding, he just didn't make it to the wedding, you, you know? know what I mean? Um, which was you know, that was really that emotion in itself was something crazy because yeah. that this I experienced this on the wedding day, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I my dog Duke always comes through in the clutch for me, especially with the cars for engagements, uh, weddings, but. Duke went to pick up a car for me that I rented, and I mean, it looked sweet, but it had all kind of different things going on with it, you know? Mm-hmm. No AC in the middle of the summer, no radio, things of that nature. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And on, on top of that, on the boat, the boat made everybody sick. I'm thinking I'm renting a boat. It's going to be fly. It's going to be proper. This is when California had a hurricane. Oh, I forgot about that. California decided to have a hurricane the same day. So, yeah. It was... It was crazy. So that 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 was that was a wild, wild story. Well, it was but the same day. It was the same day, bro. Oh wow. It was the same day, bro. It was That's the same crazy. day. So um yeah, that, that experience was crazy. But man, in a nutshell though, you know I mean, we are extremely happy to be married and yeah. to finally be a unit. I, I wanna touch on something because I've been thinking about this over the past month. I've been married a month now, over a month now. Mm-hmm. And um we had Simeon Panda on and he asked us, yo all of us like what do you think will change when you guys get married you said nothing and i said nothing Uh i said nothing and already within a month i could say that that is not true Hmm. you know what i mean even though physically nothing has really changed we still live in the same place we sleep in the same bed you know what i mean but in terms of even though even though even though it's not like I have access to her account, her bank account. She has access to my account. It's really our money now. You know what I mean? In terms of like being, per- you said this. I think it was you that said this about being protective. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, yo, no, no, no. That's, that's my wife. So like, we need a couple, I need some space, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I, I found myself in Bali. It's Bali. It's mm-hmm. a peaceful place. So I found myself like checking myself in the mm-hmm. moment, but like almost getting ready to press a dude because he was mm-hmm. too close to my wife. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yo, bro, you, you... And I never had that feeling, you know what I mean, as as a single man, yeah. quote-unquote single man, yeah. you know? So, um, and I'm pretty sure there'll be more and more things that will continue to unfold, you know, as we continue to dive deeper into our marriage that I feel like will change that I didn't think would change It's prior. like a
1: deeper level of protection. It's deeper, It's like another, another layer. It's deeper. About. It's deeper. Yeah.
2: And I, I think you said that. You yeah. were talking about, like, I'm really responsible for this person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, we were on the boat and uh, Candace is... Uh, it's, it's a crazy story. Candace is throwing up on her wedding day off the boat, right? <laughs> and um, her dad is like, yo, Omar, your wife is throwing up. You know mm. what I mean? it's like, yo, you, you really responsible for that now. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, not me. No, no, no. Hey, your wife I'm is throwing up. I'm relieved from my
0: duties because that's on you now. Go get her.
2: You know what I mean? So, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go get her. <laughs> go get her. That's a fact. Go get her, bro. But uh, so, yeah, the, uh, you know, the elopement was great for us. Even though it was a crazy, crazy, crazy day. You know, we're happy to be one. You know, I'm happy to be proudly wearing my wedding ring. You know what I mean? Nice little 14
1: care gold. Yeah, Yeah, let me ask you this though. So you said that the idea is that you want to have a big grandiose celebration or reception. Yeah. Is there any part of you that feels like that's not going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, do you ever feel like life is just gonna happen, and then you guys are gonna get to a point where you're gonna like, yo, we love where we're at. It's not necessary. I don't think so. I think, I I think what
2: could slow it down and um, you know derail it a little bit mm-hmm. is like us starting literally starting Start a family, a family having having children. Mm-hmm. But I still think that like especially after our experience yeah. on our wedding day, yeah. you kind of still wants to walk down Yeah, the aisle. for sure. She still wants that experience, you know what I mean? And um, you know, I want her to have that as well.
1: How much you think that wedding's gonna cost?
2: Well, I think that's just gonna be a celebration. So, oh, okay. so I, don't, you know what I mean? I don't know, I, I would say- Yeah, how much you think that celebration gonna cost? I, w- I would say if you could do it out the country, if you could do it in the country, do it in the state uh-huh. of California, I would say like 30,000. Yeah. You know, you do it outside the country, maybe like 15.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of
1: stealing some of your fries
2: on the way home.
1: Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, that's what you, you up against. And, and then was that was that something? like the elopement was that more her more you or just kind of a joint decision that you guys just made full out
2: well it was a joint decision i'll tell you transparent maybe i'll be transparent and honest like we don't own a home okay so like the, if i'm telling you what a what a party would cost i got you you could just double triple that for a home no nah, for the actual for, wedding i got you because yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the wedding plus yes. the celebration yeah, 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 you know yeah. what i mean and honestly, you know, when you think about doing life together and taking the next step, it's like, yo, you got to be able to justify everything that you're doing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And we couldn't mm-hmm. we really couldn't justify making that decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Current based off of currently where we're at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like those, and maybe even if it's there's no wrong or right. It's just nah, I guess, There's no uh, wrong with, That's just how we felt about yeah, it. For sure. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, but I we I. I I'm willing to bet we will have that celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it'd be one of those things that we kind of just like we're, we're good where we're at. Yeah, I think you guys would. I think a lot of
1: people like would appreciate that. Yeah,
2: yeah. and and also yeah. like selfishly, like we want that love. You want that, yeah. We yeah, want yeah. that love. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's coming. It's
1: I feel coming, like people sure. people don't really want to say that. Like, hey, yo, we want people to see us married. No, one thousand percent. We want to have the, the you know we want to, We want to be vain about our love. Absolutely, but, you know what I'm saying. There's nothing we, wrong with that. We, we talk.
0: That's it. That's a human uh progression of field this is now where we're at and this yeah. is the public way yeah yeah for us to see where we are at I, did, I i heard you say oh like you've noticed things have changed for you mm-hmm. um you as a husband now looking at your wife what do you feel like has changed for her since you guys was married you know um you feel like you see a a sense of change in her, um, um, more security. Like what? What?
2: What change? Uh, I don't. I, I can't speak to like the security. Talk, her being secure. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hear about you anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. You nah, just her. What I would say is though she's. Uh, I mean, she's always been attentive to me, but man, she will tell you too in terms of like you know it being our money, you know she is making every decision thinking about
1: us. Uh-huh. Every yeah.
2: decision is like, yeah. no, 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 we can't do that. Yeah, Or like, that doesn't make sense for us. Or no, yeah. I think this is a good opportunity for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And before, she, I mean, she would say that, but it's, it's, it's overemphasized right now yeah. in the house, you know? And I, I really appreciate that. It makes you feel good. You know what I mean? It, it
1: almost seems like before you get married, cause you know, women have interesting spending habits. Yeah. Okay? For sure. And it seems like before you get married, you'll notice, hey, yo, you really don't need that. Mm-hmm. But you can't, and you can justify it because you're not married. There's always that, all right, you do what you want. Mm-hmm. It always it always kind of falls back to, all right, you do what you want, right? Yeah. You, you deserve it. You okay. know, that's, that's you. But it just seems like when you get married, all of the fluff, all of the 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 disconnect just goes out the window and you just kind of fully step into that, hey, yo, now that's a bad decision and we need to talk about that. And that's not good for us. Yep. And then on her side, it's more like, you know, what, what what could have been, nah, like, I need this. This is what I need for me. is now kind of like, okay, well, what if this happens? Or what if we compromise here? Or, you know, it's actually a conversation now, it seems like, yeah, yeah, you know? And I, I feel like that's the beauty of marriage. It
2: is, you know. I do want to say one more last thing. I know you say you don't want to hear anything else from me, Jamal, but <laughs> I will say because I was proud of myself. You know, we, we had a, just because you get married don't I mean the argument stop, right? So yeah. we had a, we had an argument the other day, and uh, I, I, don't, I I've never felt like this. Like we we we've had arguments before. We've I've raised my voice and I've even yelled before, and I raised my voice, um, and I stepped away and I immediately was like, yo, I don't want to raise my voice at my wife.
1: Hmm.
2: About five minutes, I let it like marinate and I was like, I got to go apologize. You know, and I went and apologize, literally for life. Like, Yeah, I'm sorry for raising my, my voice. I didn't, it wasn't my intention. You know, I'm just trying hmm. to, artic- and I, I was really proud of myself in that moment for being able to understand that. One be present, and understand what I was did or how I was reacting, and then two to take ownership of mm-hmm. it immediately in the moment, you know. And I've been doing a lot of self work, so you know, obviously I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you about that. Um, you you guys had uh, a beautiful honeymoon
0: in Bali, yeah, um, which is probably arguably, I think the public will say, is probably one of the most spiritual, spiritually driven places in the world. Do you you guys feel more connected spiritually, intimately after taking that honeymoon trip? Like you feel like outside of the wedding, that was a great honeymoon.
2: No, it was perfect for us. Um, Lately, anytime that we travel, you know, um, one thing that we've been doing is turning off the uh, turning on airplane mode on the phone. Mm -hmm. So you only get to use your phone when you're at the hotel on Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Right. So we started doing that two trips ago. Okay, so you do that plus a place that's just like pure nature, you know, um, one of the greenest places I've ever been um, in my life. Um, and then you add on top of it that you are on your honeymoon, the connection is so deep. It's, we, spent, we had so many intimate moments and all, every place that we went to, I think two other places had TVs. But even on vacation, who watches TV on vacation, you know, mm-hmm. you don't be in the room watching TV, but we spent so much time literally talking, talking like one song that I forget what the artist's name, but like the hour song is like on repeat in my head. When I think about our trip, like literally I could sit and talk to my wife for hours on hours on hour and never get bored mm-hmm. and it, it like the conversation never get stagnant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're not like I'm tired of talking to this person, you know? So I, I feel like that was a great place for us. And a great a great place for any couple that's freshly getting married and
1: stepping into their honeymoon. I think that's an awesome place to visit. Hey. Fuck it, let's let's make it about oh. <laughs> hey yo, so so I've known you, bro, since 2012, right? We came into the league together, right? And we met as athletes, as football players, right? And when you think about your History as an athlete, you just think about how brutal football is and what type of mind frame you got to have to do it since you were a kid to make the NFL, right? That's like a gladiator mi- mindset, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Physically, mentally, right? And then not only that, your identity is to walk around as that, mm-hmm. all right? So for someone who, for lack of better words, is so, has been. So macho. Mm -hmm. Right. Where did you learn to allow the soft side of you to kind of flourish so your relationship could flourish? Right. Because there are a lot of men that watch this Mm -hmm. podcast. Right. And maybe a lot of them are thinking like, man, I wish I had the confidence to feel or speak or act around my girl um or my woman or my wife the way this guy does right mm-hmm. and they may be struggling with that same type of complex where mm-hmm. they don't they don't want to let go of that macho you know approach how do you get to that well i wouldn't say like what made me i would say what helped me and what helped me is my woman
2: i think my i think Candace my wife i think Candace um did an awesome job of making me feel comfortable being as open and as free and as creative as i possibly could be mm-hmm. through that that brought out a side, of a vulnerable side, a loving side of me that we hadn't seen before. Mm. You know what I mean? But I think, I, and that's also too, because I think I decided that I wanted to love this woman. You know, when you get a feeling about a woman, you're like, I think I may love her, I think I may really like this person. Yeah. But then you also make a decision like, yo, I, I wanna love this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think once I decided to make that decision, um, more it became a lot more easier for me to let my guard down mm. and really be, in love with my woman hmm. you know and I think that's what we all want to be it's just hard to, right. I, initially because again because you want to be this macho person yeah um but yeah I, th- I think can can Candace definitely helped me in 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 that regard and it could be as simple as literally um uh, encouraging me to um you know, to smile more you
1: yeah it, I got you
2: it's okay right you know what I mean Baby, babe do the, do the little dance you know what I mean it'd mm. it be like Little things like that that I'm like I wouldn't do I wasn't doing before, but
1: right it's, it's kind of right. fun with you it's kind of fun with you okay,
2: it's fun with you and i i, I think so like once you decide that you want to have fun and you want to love this person, I think it's a lot easier to let that guard down, but yeah. you gotta make that decision, you know what i mean after, yeah. once you
1: feel the feel now, after you feel the feeling now prior to her, all right prior to where you got getting to where you guys are now, did you ever feel like if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the
2: car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive.
1: Bada ba At participating McDonald's. You were... You, you just were afraid of compromising your masculinity as an athlete, right? As someone who the world looks like at, at the, in this way. Did you ever feel like that? So you had... Even if you even if you wanted to do these things, you didn't because you was afraid.
2: 1,000%. 1, 1,000%. 1, hmm. it's, it's- And you're a confident guy, so. For sure, for sure. But especially like, if something is so silly as, fun as dancing, bro. Yeah. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing that. You know hmm. what I mean? But with her, it makes, shit, it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's actually so fun that I don't care what anybody else thinks.
1: That's what you gotta get to. Yeah. That's yeah, what you yeah. have to get to. It's yeah. actually
2: so fun with her. It's, I, I, no one else matters to me. Yeah. Before, before you start, you see like everyone around you. It's mm-hmm. like um, being someone young and performing in front of a lot of people, right? At first, when you first get out there, you see everybody. You notice all the movement, mm-hmm. But through time and through experience, mm-hmm. you start to, everything becomes blurred. And the only mm-hmm. thing that's, that's visible is what's literally right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened within the relationship is once, I decided that hey, I'm all in with this. You know, everything on the outside became to get blurry, yeah. and everything on the inside bega- began to get real clear. Yeah. And once it's clear, it's like yeah, this is where I want to be. Now you can really have fun, and then you can really truly be your authentic self yeah. because you're not just a serious person twenty four seven. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You have fun. You you you're a loving person. You're kind. Yeah. You're all of these things. You know what I mean? Um, um, in this ball that that creates Duke. You For know sure. what I mean? But until you meet a woman or until you meet a counterpart that could bring it out of you, we'll never know who that person truly is. That's a fact, you know what I mean.
1: Li, when you, when'd you um, just kind of stay That's funny. Just kind of staying, uh, you know in line with what I was talking about, when did you uh, at what point did you figure or what, what point did you define your own like way of masculinity? You understand what I'm saying, because you're mm-hmm. growing up, and we all especially as black men right we all have this universal unwritten rule of how to behave right when it comes to women, <laughs> when it comes to sports when it comes to how we look how we talk our slang, the music mm-hmm. we listen to at what point in your life did you get to a point where you started thinking, well, I kind of like this, and I don't and then this this kind of still makes me feel like a man, you know this is it's, it's, it's-
0: I always, being the youngest of the youngest brother, I have two older brothers, and then being the youngest of three, I have an older sister as well. I always like just paid attention a lot. You know, so I will pay attention to their friends. Um, I'll pay attention to other men that I admired. And um it was this old older it was this older black man who used to go to my church. Well, the church that I grew up in. He was there, he was um he he didn't talk much. He he, and he when he talked, it wasn't super heavy. It was soft, um, but he was still considered like an authoritative figure. And man, it's crazy because he would cross his legs, hmm. but like not like have it have the foot on top, but like his 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 one thigh would be over the other. Yep. But everybody respected this dude, and I looked and I was like that was a big shift in what masculinity was for me as a kid. Mm. Cause I was always looked at as feminine. Mm -hmm. that's how how women sit. That's how women sit. sit. Right. But I knew how masculine this guy was. Like I knew the way people respected him. I knew the way people revered this guy. And I was just like, man, this dude doesn't talk loud. He's not, he's not excessively overbearing with people and he crosses his legs and people still respect him and revere him. So from there, I was like, I can define masculinity the way I want to define masculinity. Mm. As long as I can establish respect within people, I can define masculinity mm-hmm. how I want to define it. Yeah. So from there, like, I remember I was like, man, I'm gonna cross my legs and see what it looked like, see what it feels like. And I, I would just do it and nobody would ever say anything. And I was like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of how people look at you. So... I was probably In my late teen years 19, 19. 20, 21 Somewhere Like in there Uh, I was working In the shop When I was 21 So I was seeing All kind of Different men Come through Um, I also had Very intimate Conversations with men So I got to see Where their holes was at So some of the some men who people felt like were the, the most the, I just masculine. Wanted, just
2: want to reiterate the holes, the holes, the
0: holes, me. the holes. <laughs> the holes <Hey>. Right?
1: <laughs> he said the holes were at. Hey, I'm just, hey, hey, just gonna be clear here. Hey, so
0: hey. <laughs> <laughs> some men who people felt like were the most masculine were struggling in ways that people didn't know. So it made me fully understand like masculine isn't just a look. Like, it's not just a look. It's not how you how you wanna be perceived. It's literally just like who you are, how you carry yourself on a day in and day out, and how people respect you. I feel like there's a lot of respect that's that's within um certain aspects of masculinity that we truly can't even define. I think the easiest way to define it is off of, oh, you know, you're supposed to look like this, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to make it nah. It, it it wasn't like that for me. So, early on um, in my twenties, like I didn't have like the struggle. I feel like a lot of men have to where it's like I have to look like this in order to get this attention. It was just like, nah, I'm gonna carry myself how I believe, mm-hmm. I'm how I believe I should carry mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be masculine to me. Like I knew I was a man. There was no confusion, mm-hmm. like with that. I feel like. Um, when we try to live up to the societal standards is when we really kind of get confused. When you say, oh, I'm supposed to look this way, and somebody looks at you and be like, oh, man, that was feminine. It's like deflating a balloon because you're like, yo, I built myself up. I built this character up to be who is supposed to be um, appreciated and respected and revered as a masculine man. And now I'm not because you told me I wasn't. I never let somebody's word give me, like have that much power over me. So mm-hmm. that man, when I, was, uh, when I was young and watching him in the pulpit, and I was like, oh, okay. This guy, is, this guy is masculine and he crosses his legs. I respect it, like, so, I respect it.
1: So for either of you guys, right? Is there any man or group of men that get to decide to determine what's masculine for another man or a group of men? right? Does any man have that right? And if no one has that right, then how do we determine what masculine is? Because I feel like we all, as, as, to to some degree, subscribe to some idea of masculinity. You understand what I'm saying? So, I, although I understand the, the, you know, no man could tell me what masculinity is, I still subscribe to, hey, yo, to, to me, there's a way men should be.
0: So... I feel like you get what I'm saying No, I understand exactly what you're saying I feel like um the easiest way to define masculinity before was to like like the the cop-out way is like man he looks this way right or he's strong or he imposes his will here um integrity honor there's no fluidity in your word like Mm -hmm. that's really masculine to me because Mm -hmm. to be like yo no matter how I feel I'm gonna carry this out because I said that I was, whether it was-
1: That's a masculine trait. That's
0: a masculine trait to me.
1: I got you. So someone does still have the right and you can actually still understand if I question you for doing something that's not in line with traditional masculinity. Right. Yeah. If I'm just questioning you.
2: Yeah, but I I I think if a person, if regardless of what a person does, uh-huh. I think if a per- if a excuse me, regardless of what a man does, if a man is, and, and this is crazy because it's relative, but if if he is, I get quote unquote strong. If he does provide, if he is a man of his word, man of integrity, if he can protect, he's masculine. Correct. Mm-hmm. He's masculine. Period. Correct. Anything else that he does,
1: like. Don't matter. That's a masculine man who just does other things. Right, and and Jalen has all those qualities, but he has fingernail polish. He masculine with fingernail polish. Now he's masculine with fingernail polish. Yeah. But am I wrong for seeing fingernail polish and assuming okay he's not masculine?
0: I think you're wrong if you don't have if you don't
1: if you if I I have no foundation. So I
0: think you're wrong if you spread your opinion about him as fact. Right, I got you.
2: I Facts. think you're
1: wrong. There. I got you, that's but not. Good. But I'm not yeah, wrong.
2: That's You good. can have your opinion. That's good. <laughs> like,
1: but I'm not wrong for formulating the own. Nah, like, nah, because nah. of what you see. Because when I see of me. what you see, you're not wrong. Right. Nah. Because nah. like, if I see a thousand men walking around without nail polish, and I see two men walking around nail I'm polish, he, I'm gonna assume that's not what we're supposed to do. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna assume that. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: assume, I'm assume that that's not uh, masculine.
1: Right. Yeah. Because technically, the definition of masculinity is characteristics or traits that's associated usually with males, Yes. right? So anything that's outside of that is the opposite of masculinity, mm-hmm. right? Whether we want to agree mm. with that or not, you know what I mean? Um, so I just think that's interesting.
0: Do you, um, do you associate uh, emotional maturity and emotional stability with males?
2: When you think about it, if you had to associate a sex with it? Emotional stability and emotional maturity? Yes. You associate that with masculinity? Yes.
1: Damn, that's crazy. I do. That's crazy. Yeah, I do. I would associate it with femininity. Uh, I say emotional maturity or you said stability?
2: Yeah. Emotional stability and emotional maturity. And maturity. You, you would associate that with masculinity?
1: Yeah. When
2: something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
1: this is ludicrous,
2: but that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't
0: be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a
2: good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right.
1: You can file a claim on the app
2: or call us.
0: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
2: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I
1: feel like men are... I would say most masculine men are not. don't have those things. Yeah. No. No. Uh, uh, um, A trait of masculinity is to be composed in your emotion. Mm. Being erratic in your emotion is actually considered feminine. I hear you. Right. So, if somebody said, "Hey," if somebody created this person and said, "Hey, yo, this person is um, strong-minded. This person is emotionally mature. This person is emotionally stable," I would assume it's a It's a man. I would assume it's a man. I mean. And that's not saying that women can't be those things, but I think women tend to be more emotionally erratic. Okay. Right. And we know these that's things fair. because people keep saying, "Yo, women are emotional." Mm-hmm. Right. Men are logical. Now we know men get angry. Mm-hmm. We know that. We know men have temper problems. We oh, know there's, that. There's millions right?
2: locked up in prison because of it. Right. But
1: I feel like men are able to regulate their emotions. More than how? What would you say though about those about those
2: men? I'm thinking I'm thinking
1: about the right. men that are
2: incarcerated. All, so these are all masculine men mm-hmm. who go to prison Correct. for for well, not being able to control we're, their not self. being able to control their emotions. Yeah,
1: we're just more dangerous. Mm. <laughs> the, okay. the outlet is just different. Okay, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. We're just more dangerous, more violent. The outlet is different. So I can get mad and I could um you know smash my woman's car in for some for yep. just whatever, right? And it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna play off a lot different if she got mad at smash my
2: right?
1: And the reason it's gonna yep. play out it's gonna yep. play out a lot different is because I'm not expected to be emotionally erratic like that. Yep, yep, right? Yep. And it's not a comparison thing, I'm just answering the question. Yep. And if, if I had to choose, I would choose men as as someone who is more emotionally stable and um and mature. Yeah. Right. Now, I understand they say women mature faster than men, mm-hmm. right? I get that, right? And I think that's using, that's just like, I, I understand that, but just from experience, I think growing up, our idea of maturing is different, right? It's like physical, like women are, you know, um, developing breasts early, right? Doing like, going through all these these bodily changes mm-hmm. earlier, right, so mm-hmm. a lot of those things have play, play a part of it. But as far as, you know, if I take an adult and an adult, and I say, "Yo, like, who's more emotionally mature?" I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna choose men, right? But I understand if some people don't.
0: So I feel like when we look at an extreme, I can understand how you could come to that uh, in saying a man or men in general will be more emotionally mature. Um, however, I feel like we know how to suppress our emotions, which can um, externally come off as maturity. And in a, in a way of, you're like, how do you really feel right now? Like what age did you get to, to where you were like, yo, I, f- I really feel like this right now. And you were able to identify your feelings and know that you felt this way. Um, when I'm speaking on emotional maturity, I mean, in being able to truly identify your feelings and being able to label them and then being able to express somebody, express to somebody how I feel, and then also express it articulate enough to where that they can now treat you the way you want to be treated, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like we have that as mm-hmm. as as most men. Mm-hmm. This show I've learned help helps me mm-hmm. have that. I was just talking to O the other day, and I was just like, "Yo, like in this space of fatherhood, I wish more men would have spoke to me in a certain way." And then I had to check myself. I said, "You know what? I'm saying that from a person." who was 89 episodes in on talking about his feelings. <laughs> so like in, in that, I feel like in being mad, oh man, I could suppress how I feel, mm-hmm. but like, I don't even really know what I'm suppressing. I just know that I don't want to be violent. Yep. I, I don't know what I'm suppressing. I don't know what triggered me to even feel that way, but I don't want to be violent. I'm gonna suppress it. I'm not gonna say anything. And then tomorrow comes and you be like, okay, I feel cool. So you never identified that feeling. You never dove into it. I feel like women, from a young age because of the the way they're nurtured typically have the ability to identify a feeling way earlier than we do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and and throughout the course of their life now how they carry out the feeling they've been able to identify I can't I can't tell you how they're going to do that but mm-hmm. being able to be emotional be mature in your emotions and when I say mature in your emotions I mean hey I felt this way and when you do that it makes me feel this way and I don't like that And I feel like that's when we get to the point of, you know, women be like, I want an emotionally mature man. Uh I want an emotionally mature man. And I've had moments within my relationship to where it's just like, whoa, that emotional maturity was a whole nother level for me that I wasn't ready to be accountable for. Because Mm -hmm. an emotionally mature man requires an accountable woman. That's what I've learned 100%. And I know when you are emotionally mature as a man, you're gonna grow your partner as well in that space because she might not have have ever dealt with a man that's going to be like, hey, when you do these things, it makes me feel like this, which makes me withdraw in our relationship. And I don't want to do that. Mm. How many men have ever... Men are saying that. Nah. You said it before? I have. Exactly. Have you said that before? Exactly. And I feel like that's what it's like. It's normal to
2: us mm-hmm.
0: in the conversations that we have and... And also, I understand how much I've even grown in that space. Mm-hmm. I don't think that
1: space is readily um, available for most men. Yeah, but let's let's push back though. Like, okay, so one, how are we def- defining stability, emotional stability? Okay, um, and then also, just because um, a woman is going to learn how to express themselves, doesn't mean she's more emo- she's emotionally more mature. Right? Because now how does she react when I express myself? Not
0: necessarily express, identify.
1: Okay. Right. But so whether whether she identifies and express or identify and Mm -hmm. don't express, we still identify those issues. Because I can't tell you that you haven't identified nothing knowing that you're a man. You probably have identified it. I just know that the circumstance of how the world is, you're going to keep that to yourself. Right? Now, when we talk about emotional stability right, when I think emotional stability, right, I think that, yo know, this person can withstand different extremes of emotion and still function. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yes. That That's what I think. It, correct me if I'm wrong, right? And I feel like when I think about that characteristic, I equate that usually with men. Now, again, there are women that could do it and there's probably loads of them, right? But I just think that More men can, you know, and I do understand your point about emotional maturity, um, but I also think a component of emotional maturity is being able to um, hear someone else's opinion and hear someone else's emotions and not dismiss it, Mm -hmm. right? And 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 not allow what they're telling me to get me irate and get me worked up and get me out of having this out of body experience. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So those are part of it, you know, that's part of it. So I, I can't necessarily just agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dog, yeah.
0: So, so I'm, I'm gonna push back. Come on. I'm gonna push you back. <laughs> um, I feel like, I've never said this before, but I heard it for the first time right now to where it makes me say this. I feel like that's a very patriarchal outlook. Um, Which one? In the sense of being able to deal with a whole bunch of stuff and be able to still function because function is very, very subjective in the sense of, yo, I'm functioning, but I'm silent. I'm functioning, but I didn't react to the emotion. I'm functioning, but I didn't address the emotion. Because in that, I say that because a woman could be like, hey, this made me feel this way. And it's like, you just being emotional. And in that, it's like, yo, we want her to shut down because we want her to do what we do. You get what I'm saying? In a sense of, hey, yo. Because I could deal with that. I want you to just deal with that, too. I don't want to have a conversation about how you feeling in this space. I don't want to even open up the space for it. Uh So if a man can, because you made me think about, like, how many dudes, how many times dudes get mad and just grit their teeth and then just do what they're supposed to do. And we'd be like, that's emotional stability. Is it? Mm. Like, is
1: it? We'll, we'll, Well, define it. So I feel
0: like that's a great surface definition of emotional stability. I think it's a great surface definition, right? But in being stable in your emotions, I feel like like if it's an earthquake happening and you be like, yeah, I just I'm 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 riding the earthquake, but like the damage is done. Are you fixing the damage after it's done? So I feel like in emotional stability, it's like, yeah, you ride it, but then you have to identify it, and then you have to talk through it, and then you have to be like when it happens again. This is how I want to deal with it. And this is how I want to encounter it. And I feel like a lot of times women offer the space, but because we don't want to go in that space, it's like, yo, you being emotional. I've done it before. Yep. Yep. They they offer the space and this is like, hey, this makes me feel this way. It's like, you shouldn't feel that way about that. That's not that big of a deal. I've done that before. And I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking as we are talking, and this is the first time I've ever, like, felt this way about mm-hmm. something. Like, as we're talking, it's just like.
1: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: I think when you're saying stability, it's a great surface definition. But in being stable, are we doing the work to where we don't just have to shut our emotions down in order to participate in life. Granted, take ourselves out of it. Just think about the dudes where you be like, he just grits his teeth and he just goes and does what he needs to do. Grits his teeth, goes and does what he needs to do. And then like we talking about, ends up in jail. And then we like, oh, we just more violent. It's like, nah. Yeah,
1: but I think what, with the... Comp- the- the conversation is tough because we're using extremes, right? We're mm-hmm. we talking talk about guys in jail. That's an extreme circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even when I'm talking about breaking windows, that's an extreme circumstance, right? Most women ain't just walking around here breaking windows, right? Most guys ain't just killing people and beating people up and going, getting sent to jail, right? right. So we got to have some kind of decorum where we just say, hey, yo, like, let's just take the average man and the average woman, not like criminals, not just like emotionally uh, just You know, traumatize women. Nah, we're not doing that, right? And we take all those things, and we take the things you said. You said emotional maturity. You said emotional stability. Mm -hmm. All right. If we can't define those things, then we can't come down to any type of understanding. If we can't define.
2: I know. I know what you said. I know you said that what Duke said was really surface level. But when you break down emotion, it's really energy and motion, right? So. it has to be you being able to find that balance within that motion, and I know you're saying that surface level. That's basically what he's saying. And you know, you're saying that surface level, but like, how else do you define it? If 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 you can't, if you're saying you a uh, person to be emotionally, emotionally, emotionally stable, right? That person has to be able to find balance within the motion of their energy. So, like, I don't know, like, how much more we could define it. How how much deeper can we go into into being able to be say you're stable within your emotions?
0: Emotion, you said energy and motion. Yeah. Um, and if I don't know if that's the definition of emotion, so I, I'm gonna say if it is if it is, that's a definition that I disagree with. Mm. Cause I'd be dumb emotional, bro, sitting still.
2: Your 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 the energy is moving throughout your body. That's what the motion, that's what the motion Perfect. is coming from. So that, so be- that's what I'm saying. If you could find stability in that, then how could you not be emotionally stable? So.
0: Okay, so I think it's interesting to really address like shutting things off because I can, like I know one thing that I can do really well to be able to participate in life is disconnect, but disconnecting isn't always the most healthy thing to do. Mm
1: -hmm. But it's not always unhealthy. No, it's not always unhealthy. You know what
0: I'm saying? Right? But when you, your partner is getting you upset and you're like, hey, yo, I got stuff that I got to do and I disconnect and I shut that off. Right. That's because I don't want to engage. I don't want to participate. I don't want to take your feelings on um, or your emotions on as my own. I don't want to participate, so I'll shut it off and I'll just go do do what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's mature. As I'm learning and just maneuvering, I don't think it's mature. Now, if you can shut off for a time while you're at work and you're like, hey, I'm gonna come back to this conversation, Mm -hmm. right? This is something that most men are Mm -hmm. not doing. Hey, we're gonna come back to this conversation, okay? I go to work, I work all day, I make sure you're good during the day. I'm not just keeping silent. And then I come home and I'd be like, hey, let's pick up on that conversation. Yeah. That's different. Correct,
1: yep. now. That's different. Okay. Correct.
0: Right? Now, I think that men have the ability to, yo, we in this conversation, hey yo, I'm, I'm cool with that, and go to work and function and get their job done, and then come home and be like, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I think that men have that ability. Yeah. now. When I'm saying, when I look at stable, right? Because I understand what you're saying when you yeah. look at st- when you say stable. When I look at stable, I think from the for the person that's not involved with the direct emotion of the person it looks very stable. Uh-huh. But like, is, is 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 are they emotionally stable with the person? Mm-hmm. Right? And I think what you're saying is very correct because if you're just a singular singular entity and it's just like oh man, every time he comes in, like he seems very solid and things like that. I think that's only, the only, and part of the reason why I say surface is because we only know if somebody's truly emotional, emotionally stable through their inner workings. Mm -hmm. That's the only way we truly know. So optically, that's why I say surface Uh because optically, the only way we know somebody's emotionally stable is if they grit their teeth, put their head down and participate what they usually do in life. Uh So like, I know if, I would know if Duke is mad at me, but nobody else might not know. Yep. And it's like, it's not healthy right now. Like Mm. it's not healthy right now, but nobody else knows. Mm. I know, but somebody be like, nah, he's super emotionally stable. It's like, yeah, but I've been trying to have a conversation with him for the last three months and he's just ignoring me. Mm -hmm. And he's not participating in the conversation. That's why I'm saying.
1: I see your point though. No, I definitely see your point. Uh, When I think about men I think men are very in tune with how they feel. They don't feel comfortable enough to express themselves because of how the world's set up. That's no one's fault, right? I don't think it it absolves them, but I think it is a reality. I think men know exactly how they feel. I just don't think men know how to communicate. And I think men choose not to communicate because we've been taught or we've learned or experienced that if we communicate how we feel, it usually doesn't lead to anything productive. That's what I think men are struggling with. I don't think it's a matter of and and, and I know like, and if I was, if we was having another conversation, I would say, well, that's not being a leader, right? Because you know, you, you should never wait on somebody to your else to.
0: Point. To your point of this started from feminine and masculine mm-hmm. I feel like we' are taught if we communicate how we feel, it's, it's feminine. feminine
1: if we communicate if we how communicate we feel, how we feel, it's feminine. it's feminine
0: yeah like bruh, nobody hearing you with all that what you talking about? that's we grew up in that space mm-hmm. like that is a that is a space that we understand all too well mm-hmm. and in understanding that, like you said, we know how we feel. I think we know how something makes us react, but I don't think we know why we feel like that, because of the years of suppression. Because it's not it's not appropriate to go ahead and express how you feel. Can you imagine if we were? Let's go to 15. We're 15. You in the height mm-hmm. of of chasing chicks and kicking with your homies, and we co- and we having conversations like this. It's like man. Bro, kind of feminine, dog. Like, he always talking about how he feel and how something makes him feel. And, but you wouldn't yes. say that if we were
2: all having those conversations. No, we, it, we, 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 you, we, you would well, never we would. say that. We you would, would have, say that. But
0: how, many, how many homies did you have that you know for sure was suppressing just how they were feeling, what they was going through? How many homies did you truly know what was happening at their house when you was a kid? Yeah, not many. You didn't? Not many. Because it's like, bro, you just put your head down, and you just deal with life. You deal with how life come at you. We're taught that. So what I'm saying is when we're talking about emotional stability in a sense of being able to identify how you feeling, I don't think we come equipped with that naturally. That's okay. a muscle that so, we work
1: with. So so emotional stability is being able to identify how you feeling.
0: And working so through is
1: it. emotional maturity in this case and emotional stability conflated, or are they two separate things?
0: Um, I think emotional maturity comes from being emotionally stable.
2: Okay. I would also say that maturity comes with experience. I'll accept that. With experience. I'll sure. accept that. I'll accept you that. Can't be matured, you can't on. be emotionally mature without having the experience of, of having to like manage your emotions. I, but
0: right. I, I wanna say this, I
2: don't take away
0: what you're saying because there is a place for shutting the fuck up and just dealing with what came, but it's still your job to go and identify why this made me feel this way, mm-hmm. and then being able to understand exactly what it is. I feel like most of us do the first part, shutting up, gritting your teeth, dealing with it, but you never go, go back and unpack- identify, don't unpack it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never go back and identify mm-hmm. ever. I don't know why we don't. Well, well I do know why we don't.
2: Compartmentalized. It, it's, it's it's gone.
0: You know, um, but I, I think I think that that trait is. Like O said,
2: I would associate it with femininity.
1: Hmm. Not, um, the trait of being afraid to say something. Which, which trait are we talking about?
2: You talking about the emotionally, being emotionally stable? Yes. It's associated with femininity. With femininity. Well, femininity oh, yeah, right. Um, but
0: I also feel like men have it tough because like we, when we were speaking with spicy, we had spicy on. Men are demanded to maneuver in and out of their feminine and masculine more than women are demanded to move in and out of their masculine and feminine. So part of the reason why I say it would be more of a feminine trait is because you don't wake up and you just be like, okay, I'm gonna identify my feelings. I'm gonna, no, you're a provider, you're a protector. These are all masculine things. Mm -hmm. I'm a man of my word. I pull up, I do these things. Like they're all masculine, rigid things. Like your emotions, it's, it's so much fluidity in your emotions. That's more of a feminine trait.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so hold on. So, check this out. Emotional fluidity, mm-hmm. emotional stability. Those are two different ends of the spectrum. You just said emotional fluidity is a feminine trait. So, if emotional fluidity is a feminine trait, emotional stability has to be a masculine trait based on what you just gave so to me. So, when
0: I say emotional fluidity, I'm talking about your emotions in going general.
1: in and out of emotions. Go right. that's yeah, going to be. Going in and out of emotions, right? And that's not by choice. No,
0: no, no, no. When I say going in and out of emotions, I don't mean going in and out of like how I feel and this and that. I mean going in and out of protect your provider. Okay, I gotta I have to now be here for your emotions. That's a feminine trait. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, provide, pay the bills, do this and I need to talk to you about what uh, what what upset you. And I did, I walked in the door and I didn't speak. So I need to address that and how you feel. That's what you mean by fluidity. That's what I mean about fluidity. I don't mean just
1: going in and out of your emotions. I mean, and... and okay, okay, cool. So so let's scratch fluidity. How about balance? It's the same thing with stability. It's the same thing. So like, to me, it sounds like everything's getting to like stability, stability balance. It's emotional stability. Right? And if men are asked more than women to go in and out of masculine, feminine, to be hardcore, to be soft, right? When women aren't doing those things and they're staying on one side of the emotional spectrum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you wanna tell people the big news,
0: I kind of look at it like this, like, it's like, an, it's like a discipline, right? Uh-huh. If a woman is a professional in a discipline, uh-huh. so let's, let's call it, let's say boxing. Uh-huh. A woman is a professional in boxing, right? And you do boxing and MMA, but like, you do them both. You're not, this, you don't, like, you do both disciplines, but neither one of them you're a champion in. She's a champion in boxing. Uh-huh. But you do boxing and MMA, and you be like, because I do both, I'm better than you. And it's like, yeah, but I live here. I live in understanding my emotions. I live in understanding how I feel. Granted, you're gonna have things where you go back and forth to where she's gonna be like, oh, you got me on that one. It's gonna happen. But as far as identifying your emotions and being in that space and living in that space, that's where she lives. That's where women live. They live in the space of emotion. The fact that we could just shut them off and they don't exist at times, tells me we
1: don't live there yeah yeah for sure um <laughs> that's a fact. And, and, and i and i agree with that's that a fact. we don't i I, I absolutely 100 percent agree with that right but again living in emotion does not make you more emotionally stable that's what i'm trying to say like, make, like sometimes it would be too much emotion yeah you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. and like you can live in emotion all you want and it'd be just overbearing all right doesn't mean you're emotionally stable even though that's where you live. And I'm saying I agree with that 100%, right? But I just think that when it comes to Ayo, hey, and, and and maybe maybe th- this dialogue is just going on because we just haven't pinpointed. I it's great. No, nah, it's a great, great dialogue. We weren't even supposed to go here. But maybe, <laughs> maybe we just haven't pinpointed exactly what emotional stability is, right? Either we got to throw away emotional maturity or throw away emotional stability and not try to talk about both of them. But maybe we haven't pinpointed what that is, and maybe that's why... There's even dialogue. But Mm -hmm. I feel like if we just are saying, if we're able to just, first of all, just agree on a what exactly is it, and then move from there, then I honestly think me and you will be on common ground. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that was a great conversation. It wasn't supposed to go there, but maybe maybe you have a part two. I don't know. Maybe you have a part two.
0: It was, I mean, it was, I feel like uh, it's so much validity in the conversation in general. There were so many pieces of what you were saying that um i know that i would associate with stability Mm. um i feel like exterior is just like we talked about in conversation when you're talking to your partner and you Mm -hmm. guys are uh, in a potential heated conversation or an argument take a seat
2: Mm. yeah Mm -hmm.
0: right take a seat don't don't flail your arms around don't do all of those things now your emotions could be all over the place inside but you look real stable on the outside Mm -hmm. that matters too that's that's what I think is very very mm. interesting about it. But if you you know if you sit down um, and you're giving the look of listening, but you're like in your head like man she's talking crazy. I just want to sit down just so she could shut up. Like you're not processing what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like there is a place of you not being stable there. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I think yeah. it all matters.
1: Um, look right right before we get out of here, please go ahead subscribe to our channel right hit that like button that part um leave a comment let us know what you thought about the episode what was your favorite part uh, make sure you are following us on all social media platforms all streaming platforms um we got some merch up right so head to nice and need the podcast.com to grab some merch right we got hats we got shorts we got um uh, t-shirts so please go grab that um what else fellas what else
2: i want to send a special shout out uh to shannon Elstrin. Uh, he created a children's coloring book for mental health and he sent it to us to nice and neat the podcast. And um, I just think it's dope and I want to share that with our viewers and our listeners. So uh, you can follow this dude on Instagram at inclusive underscore vision dot 42. That's inclusive underscore vision dot 42. And I'm sure you can pick up his coloring book there for uh, mental health um, and your
1: kids. So, so yeah. just coloring book. All right. So look, if you got kids all right if you got kids please go check them out um mental health you know we all about that so definitely check them out um but yeah but like i was saying follow me on instagram at duke follow omar at omar.bowden and jalan at just dot jalan <laughs> follow us at nicely the podcast um much love, much gratitude. I'm Duke. I'm Omar.
0: I'm Jalan, and this is another episode of Nice and Neat, and that's that DJ, on Matt. Matt. Peace. I'll
1: be the one to take the risk of going getting them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting over now on no kind time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or us get left behind. Yeah. To the hottest pleasure,
0: just I stand.